Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of SVN On The Go. I'm Julian Banuelos. And I'm Garrick Weir. Thank you for joining us for this episode of SVN On The Go, a podcast for commercial real estate professionals and leveraging the power of SVN's unique platform. Today we're sitting down with Sanjay Mundra, CEO of SVN Hotels and Product Council Chair of SVN's Hospitality Group. Sanjay has been involved in the hospitality business for more than 30 years. As a former owner, developer, operator, and broker of numerous large hotel projects, Mr. Munja brings with him not only the knowledge and experience an owner and operator requires, but their perspective as well. Sanjay is a graduate of the University of Bombay and the MBA program at Campbell University. He has been a successful commercial real estate entrepreneur since the founding of First American and the Salil Group in the early 1990s. Under his leadership, SVN Hotels continues to grow as a brand and establish itself as a leader in the hotel brokerage industry. Thank you for joining us today, Sanjay. Well, thank you for inviting me, and it's a pleasure to be talking to you guys. It is an absolute pleasure on our end as well. So how did you get started in uh, commercial real estate, Sanjay? Yeah, so it really dates back to the late 1980s, uh, uh, where after uh, finishing my master's in business, I got into uh, commercial land and specifically ended up in hotel business. And uh, so my first stint was in 1989 in just uh, getting involved in a operating hotel in North Carolina on an interstate. And that's sort of the beginning of it uh, right off the college. Uh, during the college time frame, I really used to work at night shift at a hotel to kind of get a sense of it because that was the only uh, job that was open from, you know, after school all night, and which is called the night audit, which really gives you an insight into uh, any business if you're looking at accounting. And I got involved in the hotel piece of it in the real estate and had a basic understanding of how it functions. And that led one thing to another. And I, you know, just got into it in, in a practical sense by investing in one hotel. And that's history of it long, long time ago. And then Along the way, I got exposed to various types of commercial estate class uh, from hotels, office building, condos, and others, and uh, had developed them, had bought and sold them, and so on and so forth. So uh, it's about a 30-year history uh, when I got started in this business. So kind of on that topic, uh, getting started in commercial real estate, we know that you have a very kind of niche specialty group, which is hospitality and hotels. Uh, who are your typical clients in this field? And then how do you meet these type of clients? Sure. So in the United States today, uh, one of the anomalies in hospitality is that uh, approximately 60% of all hotels, uh, we're talking about larger, smaller, uh, including motels and highway hotels and stuff, are owned by Asian Americans. Uh, and that number is increasing. So right off the bat, uh, we are members of uh, an organization called AHOA, which is AAHOA. It stands for Asian American Hotel Owner Association. That does give you access to a huge base of clients that are typically involved in hotels from 2 million to 8, 10 million. Uh, when you go beyond that, uh, you get a better understanding of larger hotels and bigger clients. And uh, uh, typically, you would do that with attending some uh, conferences that are held in the United States that specialize in hotels. So yes, you, you belong to certain organizations where you know uh, the buying base of the, of the clients, 
And then you also attend these certain conferences. And among those, there are four that are important. It starts in Los Angeles called Alice Conference. Uh, then it moves to Atlanta called Hunter Conference in March. Then you have uh, uh, one in New York called New York Investment Conference. And the last one of the year is in Phoenix every year. It's called the Lodging Conference. So those are conferences where most of the institutional grade buyers and owners and hedge funds and those type of people attend. So when you combine the two, you, you get to know clients from a lower end to a higher end. And all of these, uh, whether they're conferences or groups, they also have their own regional meetings. And then you attend those and over a period of time, uh, you, you would acquire uh, sort of relationships with all these people. One unique thing about hotel business and hospitality business is that uh, your ho hotels are geographically, geographically diversified. So you run across a hotel company or an owner, they may own five hotels, and they could be from five different brands, but they could also be in five different geographic markets. So it's really unique to this in it's in, in, in the big scheme of things, it's a small world. So when you attend these conferences, you run into the same people over and over again. And over a period of 30 years, uh, attending and meeting people, a lot of these people have gotten promoted and have reached very high level of positions in various companies, whether it be REIT or it be regional company or a family office uh, type of stuff. So that's how we have met them. That's how we have sort of established relationships with them over a period of uh, some decades. That's really cool. So you kind of have grown with them. It's like you said, they've grown from different positions in different companies. So it's cool kind of if you right. work with the client over time, I kind of see where they've gone yeah. and kind of where you've gone. So very cool. Excellent. Yes. So attending all these conferences, I'm sure um, it's really easy to see, you know, the current trends within the industry. So what are some of those trends within the big hotel brands? Sure. So uh, uh, the game changer in the last few years was the acquisition of Starwood Hotels by Marriott uh, Hotels. And between the two ho hotel groups, they have now become the largest hotel brand on the planet with 30 different flags in their system. So they specifically uh, lead the hotel uh, franchise business, then to be followed by Hilton Hotel, and then by IAG, which is Intercontinental Hotel Group. And then, of course, you have Hyatt Corporation, and then followed by several others like Choice Hotel and Wyndham. And each one of these are adding uh, via acquisition or organically by creating new brands and that is the trend that we are finding that there has been a consolidation in this industry. Uh, so the bigger companies are buying bigger companies, uh, but nobody's of the size of Marriott today with 30 different flags. Uh, the other things that we are seeing in the trend is the lifestyle hotels where some of them are unbranded or uh, millennial branded style hotels. And uh, each, each family is adding newer uh, style of hotels as the older one gets out of the system, but they do get absorbed in one of those brands. So when we look at the total number of brands, there are, there are a handful, but each hotel franchisor has a number of flags within their system and they keep growing it. And the trend I'm finding is that uh, Marriott has introduced several brands in the last few years. IAG has added two more brands this year. Same thing we're finding with Hilton and Hyatt. Uh, so, uh, uh, the story is that these uh, hotel brands will continue to grow as the economy will let them. And as long as financing is in place, we will continue to see the trend of more branded hotels coming to the marketplace.
So yeah, uh, kind of on that same note, talking about branding and some of the trends in these uh, in the specialty group. Now, with that being said, what are some of the bigger problems uh, that you see in this specialty? You talked about branding being one of them. What are some other issues that you're seeing in this uh, hotel space? And then how do you see these issues being resolved in the long run? So, so what happens is every time you're on an economic high and money is available to build or buy these brands and the franchisors in, uh, you know, introduce a new brand, so when the economy is great, uh, you know, these, these more, more and more hotels get added to the pipeline, which are in the system. And uh, as long as the economy is performing, they are great. And I think it all works. The challenge we see is that when the economy slows down, uh, there could be or supply of rooms and the weaker brands uh, get squeezed out, or we will see a lot of adjustment in valuation, valuations for these, these, these properties. Uh, so, you know, biggest problem certainly from branding is uh, uh, or supply and impacts to hotels for other hotels. Because if you have the demand generator uh, uh, is, is defined in the market and we keep adding new brands because they're available, then you're distributing the share to many hotels. And keep in mind that these hotels, uh, you know, have to find a tenant every night. So if you don't sell a room in a given night, that business is gone forever. So you can imagine with high fixed costs, if the occupancy drops below a certain level, that becomes uh, an issue. Now, how do we solve this problem? I think uh, there's got to be some barrier to entry in building hotels in some markets to avoid overbuilding. And I think franchisors also owe some responsibility to make sure that when they brand a hotel or license a hotel, to be built, that they give it enough time to stabilize and not add more and more hotels in any given market. Uh, so that way, the, val the values are preserved and that there is some reasonable competition and not oversupply. Uh, uh, from our perspective, the other problem that we face in the industry is on the transaction side. Traditionally, we have found that the, the, uh, the sellers are often represented and the buyers are not represented and the co-brokerage uh, is uh, almost absent in this industry, and SVN and SVN Hotels is taking the lead in that uh, in that issue to share fees with other brokerages, uh, whether they're branded or unbranded brokers, uh, which is literally missing in this industry. So, so when you when you see a transaction hospitality, there is a greater than 90% chance that there's only one broker handling both sides because that specific broker who has the listing is unwilling to share fees with others. And I think SVN uh, Corp and SVN Hotels is taking the lead in that to try to break that and disrupt that, that, that piece of it. So those are the two big issues I see in this industry. So um, if someone listening in right now is interested in specializing in hospitality, how would you suggest they get started? So the first thing I would want uh, anybody who is interested, I am assuming that they have a real estate license, I suggest that they immediately join the hospitality council and reach out to any of our council members or board of directors or to me personally, and I can give them sort of a one-on-one of hospitality so that they can understand the basic terms and language of hospitality, how it works, what it means, what's the branding, and how the financials read and, and how, how is the 
performance of a hotel or market uh, you know, measured. So we can start with 101, uh, but people who do specialize in it have a distinct advantage because there are very, very few hospitality brokers in the country. And when you look at the hotel-specific, hospitality-specific uh, brokerage houses, again, there are a handful in the entire country. Uh, the, the volume of this business is somewhere close to 40 billion. It changes every year, of course, uh, but there are only eight or nine firms that have a majority of that business. Uh, so uh, I would really encourage people who are interested and are new to real estate that hospitality is one of those unique asset classes that once you learn it, once you specialize it, there's very limited competition from other brokers. And like I said, the trend is that there is very limited co-brokerage, not that we don't want to share fees, but naturally that's the way it is. So it's a, it's a great tool to learn it and then also uh, take advantage of the fees uh, with limited competition. I like that. So a good suggestion for all you out there is just get into it. Not a lot of competition and a lot of money to be made, like Sanjay said. So uh, yeah, that's that's a lot of really great advice, Sanjay. Um, as usual, we really, we know that you're extremely busy. We just wanted to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule, talking a little bit about uh, hospitality and hotels. I mean, this month it's hospitality month. So everybody do your due diligence, read up on it. And again, Sanjay, we just want to thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to, to talk to us today. Again, thank you so much for the opportunity and also the, uh, all the listeners who have any interest in it. I am extremely accessible. Uh, of course, subject to schedules, but I'm available uh, personally, and uh, uh, you can reach out through the hospital council or me directly through ask me an email, and I'll be glad to answer any questions or give any uh, asset-specific advice as needed. Thank you so much. I highly suggest all of you out there listening to do it. I mean, Sanjay, I know Garrick and I have had the, the great opportunity to work with you um, in the past and, I mean, just right now presently. So really a wealth of knowledge right there really fun guy to talk to sanjay again thank you so much thank Thanks, you guys sanjay. and have a good afternoon thank you